welcome to Picketed Podcast. Uh, thank you ever so much for um, listening because we've had a couple of weeks break. Uh, and the reason being is because I ran myself into the ground and was knackered and needed a break. We needed a restart. We needed a, 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 a little gap just to sort of reassess ourselves. And what we have done is we have brought on a fucking actual co-host... Doctor Cat Ford. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a doctor now. Doctor Dr. Yeah. Cat Ford. I'm I'm qualified to co-host a, a, a little podcast. Yeah, yeah. For ages, for ages, she was like, "Can I co-host it?" And I was like, I, "I'm just I'm looking for someone." Qualified. Yeah, just just after someone with a doctorate to talk fucking shit with. God forbid that I talk I talk shit with a layman. No. Um, so how how has being a doctor changed your life? Not. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Well, I mean, not not yet. I mean, like, so it was the 21st of March that I passed my Viva, which is the point at which they go, like, uh, yeah, okay, you can call yourself doctor now. Yeah. I still need to do some minor corrections to my thesis. Yeah. And then that's over. And so it's, yeah, it's basically just a case of looking for jobs. You waiting for the bit where someone collapses in a restaurant and they go, is anyone a doctor? And you go, well, technically. <laughs> no, I know somebody who's kind of had that happen to them. Really? Um, they, they had a PhD in engineering. Yeah. And they were going on an international work trip. Yeah. And their employer booked their plane ticket for them yeah and so they were on the the, <gasps> the manifest as dr bloody blah yeah that's his name as well um, dr bloody blah bloody blah irish um, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> you shrugged then because you were like that doesn't work <laughs> should be dr o bloody blah <laughs> well i was sort of thinking i mean do we do we still take the piss out the irish is that okay but let's not open that box um, <laughs> <laughs> let me die on that hill on my own <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> um yeah, basically, when I pull that face, it means I disagree with you, but can't be bothered having the conversation. I'm going to look forward to seeing that face. <laughs> You'll see it a lot. 12 times a podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, it, was so it, was, it was on a plane. And, like, one of the um, air, air stewardesses, okay, I can't remember. What's, yeah. the, what's the term? Uh, sky flight, servant. Flight, uh, sky <laughs> servant. Flight attendant. <laughs> one of the flight attendants. One of the air bitches. Come <laughs> <laughs> um, Came up to him and was like, "Oh, there's like are you, I see on the manifest, you're a, you're a doctor. With somebody having a medical emergency, was, not that kind of doctor. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, like, should you need a bridge designing, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Anyway, so they died. Um, <laughs> I don't actually know. having a medical emergency yeah i'm not really that kind. yeah he's having a panic attack because he can't design a more efficient vacuum cleaner <laughs> ah, she'll be there in a minute oh fucking hell i'm glad that i'm not a doctor i uh, i don't want that pressure on my life what i feel like i can let my stupid out a lot more now because it's justified well because basically i've look i've got my phd i've proven i'm obviously not a complete imbecile. Yeah, you're very smart at something. Yeah. yeah. So it's so now it's like I feel like I can just I can let my guard down a bit. I don't have to prove anything to anyone anymore. Really? 
In theory. Let's see how long that lasts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's have a chat about the uh, the most recent goings-on in the world. And you said before this, you went, I think we're going to disagree on this. To, to an extent, I don't think we're okay. going to be completely but i think i'm very much i'm gonna... very much one way on this and you can probably easily tell oh, which, I know which one way, way i'm yeah. gonna be <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. like there's no way that i'm gonna yeah so we're gonna talk about the infamous uh will smith oscar bitch slap now when i heard it on the news i physically could not believe it like, I, I, I couldn't, but I honestly thought that it was some sort of prank, some sort of, like, it, it took me ages to process it. Um, I thought it was, and do you know what's weird is, I was listening to, I was listening to LBC. <laughs> um, James O'Brien, and he was like, I don't know, I don't know how much I should care about this. And I was like, oh, a lot, James. You should care a lot. I was. Oh, I was, wow. So we're even going to disagree on that. Yeah, I was very passionate I'm kind about of it. like, uh, two rich people had a bit of a Barney at a big party. But I think that that's being like almost sort of necessary, like, like reductive on purpose almost. Because okay. you have to be able to see sort of the, the wider implications for it. And now maybe I'm looking at the key. Because we're looking at this differently. Because if somebody slaps a comedian, it doesn't really have an impact on your life an awful lot. Whereas for me, as a full-time professional comedian, it sends a bit of a fucking precedent. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I'm somebody who has been attacked on stage several times. <laughs> like, okay. like genuinely... Uh, how, many, how many times? Okay, so... Two that I can think of. Mm. Yeah, off off the top of my head at least twice. Um so yeah. Uh it's 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 one of those. For me personally, I cannot believe that it happened. I cannot believe that it's that that people were like, Oh well, he was um he was absolutely right to slap him. It was a Mate, the, the the outpouring of toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> if someone was talking about my wife in that way, I'd stab him, rip his eyes out, and bum him to death. Would you? Would you really, Keith? Because you're 64 and you've got a bad hip. What What are you on about? You know, it yeah. it was like it, it it was like people thought. And well, look, I tell you what else did my head in as well is the use of language in order to slightly manipulate what went on. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So people who were sort of uh, anti-Will Smith were like, they called it like serious physical assault. Mm. And it's like, not really. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people who were anti-Chris Rock was like, he made a joke about a woman with an autoimmune disease. And it's like, it's alopecia, it's not age. I, <laughs> I think both of those things are right, though. No, but... Like, so, so on the one hand, it, like, like, I don't want to say it was just a slap, because ultimately, like, that is physical assault. 
Like also as well, he's a big lad. Well, Chris yeah, Rock's I mean, that's, tiny. That's one of the things that. So you know, in the clips where um, Will Smith is holding his like yeah. Oscar, I'm like, fucking actually, the hands on that man. Have you seen? Jesus, like fucking shovels. Have you seen like, professional slap championships? <laughs> Yes. Where it's just two big, like... I can't watch them for long. It's two big <laughs> Eastern European people usually, isn't it? It's not like... That's the that's the demographic. Yeah. And just massive, hairy... They look like me if I was twice as big in every regard. And they just slap each other like that. They let, they I quite like it because especially a slap is generally seen as like kind of a feminine attack like yeah. a slap rather than a punch yeah, yeah, and then yeah. seeing two really blokey blokes like are they men or have you just shaved a bear like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's quite fun but yeah so yeah so the like there's the size difference between you've Will just Smith got you've just got me thinking about how to make those championships even more fun which is <laughs> round two to let them just have a go at each other with one stilettoed heel Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Do some fucking damage with, with hey, those things. Fucking don't fuck about. Honestly, right? Like I have seen so many fights on nights out and stuff. Yeah. And when men fight, they square up to each other in like an almost sort of badge of honor. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, I'm gonna pop you in the nose. See? Do you know what I mean? And, and they'll kind yeah. of do that around the town center, <laughs> like that. Whereas women go, okay. Where are the weapons? Mm. Let me glass everyone in sight. They yeah. just they just lose that shit. Yeah, I mean ne- neither are nice to see, but yeah. So also, I think I think this. So, <laughs> not to diminish the slap. Yeah, it was air quotes just a slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is a guy who trained and trained hard. For when he portrayed Muhammad Ali. Famous slapper. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most famous slappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, more, more of a fisty slap, though. Float like a butterfly, slap like a Yorkshire housewife. That's, I don't know, that, that's a stereotype. It just sounded like it in my head. I just ran with it. I did. I, I feel like a Yorkshire housewife would get you harder than with a slap. Like she'd, yeah, she she'd boil you with her tea. <laughs> like, yeah. In the kettle. <laughs> Fucking prick. How she'd dare boil you. you with a tea, but then you'd be like, ow! Delicious though. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> It's just earthier, you know, I just like it. I'm going to get cancelled in Yorkshire. Oh, well. <laughs> I not, like it there. <laughs> they'll not be coming round these parts again, girl. <laughs> you're like, what? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, who? <laughs> Take you ages to understand that you're not welcome there. Yeah. Uh, so you were saying it's just a slap. Yeah. However, he is a big From, dude. Yeah, so, so he could have done a lot more damage. Yeah. And... So there's something about it being a single slap as opposed to him completely kicking the shit out of him. I that makes me think it looks almost like there's something more warning about it, well, which in a way is more menacing. I don't think but, that it's important, the level of attack. Yeah. I think what's important is the fact that somebody deemed... It appropriate to go on stage and attack somebody for doing their job. Mm. Now, people are going, well, well, he shouldn't have made those jokes about his wife. Mm. And it's like, you don't understand the Oscars. Like, 
the whole shtick with the Oscars, and it has been for years, is it's a it's a roast. It's an mm. organised roast. That's what it is. Because without that, nobody watches the Oscars because nobody wants to watch a bunch of rich, successful, mainly white people, or at least it was in the fucking 90s or whatever, mm. a bunch of rich, successful, mainly white people give awards to other rich, successful, mainly white people, and they realised yeah. that the ratings were going off a cliff. So they reinvented it. Obviously, it's become more diverse, which is a very good thing, but they reinvented the way the Oscars were uh, delivered, and they turned it into a roast. They got comedians in, and the ratings went up, and every time people were like, oh, I can't believe he said that joke, can't believe he said that. So now it's at the point where it's expected. Yeah. And I think that... Will Smith must have known. Like, like, there's no way that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett didn't know that they were going to get picked on. And if you look at as well, people forget that Amy Schumer uh, was on either directly before or directly after Chris Rock, I can't remember. No, directly before. And um, did jokes about how many times Jada's cheated on him and stuff like that, which is very insulting. It's very offensive. It's very emasculating. Could you imagine the outrage if Will Smith went up and slapped her? It'd be, it'd be huge. It'd be, it, it, he'd never work in Hollywood ever again. Only because it was filmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> Let's not pretend anybody actually gives that much of a shit. <laughs> Yeah, only because it was filmed and the entire world saw it. Yeah. If it was just, if it was on a casting couch, do what the fuck you like. If it mate. was just something that like, happened on Tuesday, yeah. it was just. But yeah. I, I, go on. Like, so to the point of like, it doesn't matter how um, aggressive or or how much damage the attack did. It's the fact that it was an attack. Yeah. To some extent, I agree. Yeah. But in the rest of our lives, we we do like talk about violence in a graded way okay like there is a difference between assault and like serious assault like yeah. like grievous bodily harm and yeah. all the way up so like to some extent it does matter but i get what you mean about like the message of it is that sure. the it, it the amount of violence doesn't ma matter because of the message sure it's a like, context thing point. it's a context yeah. thing for me it's like if you worked at uh, McDonald's, right? Mm. And you went, oh my God, Sarah was doing the fucking tills yesterday and she got attacked. You know, you, you wouldn't be like, oh, well, it was only a slap or whatever. Yeah. You'd be like, the, the fact of it being a, an attack is the shocking, appalling bit. Yeah. And to me, it doesn't really matter whether or not he was, uh, you know, I can, you know, whether or not he was slapped or whether or not he was punched five times and left a bloodied mess on the floor. Mm. The fact that a celebrity thinks it's appropriate and acceptable uh, to go on stage and to attack somebody because they've said something they don't like mm. sets the worst precedent going. I think... So also you're saying... So you that celebrity thought it was acceptable and appropriate. Did he? Do you... Is everything you've ever done in your life, has that always been acceptable and appropriate? Or have you occasionally done something... And afterwards gone, ah, that was a fucking idiot thing to do. Sure, no, I get like, that. But it was a long walk. It was a long walk. And it like it wasn't a jump out of his seat, run and launch at him. That's what I would But have... at the same time, like... And so people say, well, he clearly hasn't lost control because look how calm the whole thing is. Yeah. 
But sometimes, like, loss of control doesn't always look like loss an absolute of, losing your yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think, like, some of... If I think to some of the times where I've been at my absolute angriest, mm-hmm. I know from the outside, like, I've looked disturbingly calm. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a story I'll tell you at some point, possibly not on air. Okay, um, I might need to check the legality of some of it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! No, I always love really. it when someone starts the story like that. <laughs> it's, but, but, but do you remember when you used to piss your mum off at like when you were a kid? Like if she was shouting and screaming, you'd be like, eh, whatever. But when they're eerily calm and you've pissed them yes, off, yes, yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, so there's a chance that like. So there's a whole amount of stuff that we don't know what went on in Will Smith's head at the time. No. So, like, while we're talking about context of, like, no, a man doing his job shouldn't get hit for doing his job. Yeah. I think that's a fair thing to say. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a lot of context as far as, like, what happened there? Like, why why did Will Smith behave in that way? Mm. It doesn't necessarily mean that he thinks that slapping a comedian yeah. upsetting you is appropriate. Yeah. Like, there's probably a lot more to it than that. Yeah. Um, you see yeah. how, like, I mean, maybe I come at this again at a different angle in that I know having worked uh, up and down the comedy clubs for 12 years, I know how bad security at comedy clubs is. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like a nightclub like where they have 12 bouncers on <laughs> they usually have like one old man yeah. who's like hello I'm, I'm the one old man and you're like yeah. mate if that stag do kicks off at me I what you what are you really gonna do yeah. well you... sometimes the MC is also the bouncer like exactly exactly you know. and um, it's it's you know there are times where you're like fuck this mm. fuck this I had yeah. a dude so so here's the Here's the two times that I can think of off the top of my head where I've been squared up at on stage. So the first time was at a gig in uh, Lee uh, near Wigan mm-hmm. where I was doing a gig and it was going really well. And I was really pleased with how well I was doing. And a, a group of young lads, who one of whom's mate had like something up with him syndrome. Do you know what I mean? Like it was... <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> you know what I There's mean. There's a though. lot of that about in Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those like um, defo set eight kids. Like, like, like y- your classroom was a shed at the bottom so of the I field. So I thought you were coming for the deaf as well then. No. Like, it's a fucking defo. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> All right. I mean, it is a podcast. Yeah, if you are going to offend them. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's okay, you know? Unfortunately, this goes on YouTube as well, so it gets captioned, and so they'll read yeah. it and go. Do you have a P.O. Box address for people to send complaints into? No, we have a, a, a physical address for this, um, but I've not given it for complaints. No. <laughs> you can't be asked with, ma- like, Santa, Santa's sack. Just be... <laughs> One ear from a little boy in Lapland says that you've been very naughty. <laughs> yeah, I've you know, been taking the piss out of defos. Um, no, so uh, basically his mates sort of corralled him into storming the stage and squaring up to me, right? Right. And they were like, he's taking the piss out of you there. And I clearly wasn't. I was like addressing the room. But this guy was like, you know, his mates were like, why don't you get up and fucking 
smash him do you know what i mean mm. and the kid's like you know he's, he's very easily manipulated you know uh paddy considan's brother in dead man's shoes or what like like that sort of friendship you don't know, know the reference but okay carry you've on you've never seen dead man's shoes <laughs> no. oh my god let's fuck this off and watch it <laughs> dead man's shoes is amazing okay are you, are you a film person yeah yeah honestly you have you have to watch. Okay, it's great. Right. I'll so make a mental note. Anyway. He is. Um, uh, so this kid gets on stage, right, and the audience can tell just by looking at him that he's got something wrong with him syndrome. Do you know what I mean? And he's squaring up to me on stage, and he's sort of doing that thing that sort of like pseudo aggressive lads do, where they sort of like chest bump into. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, and I'm going. Like, okay, what are my options here? Okay, option one, I let myself get punched in the face by somebody with probable learning difficulties. Or option two, I punch a person with learning difficulties in front of a hundred locals in Lee. Um, neither of these look good. Yeah. Um, so it got very tense, very heated. He didn't get physical with me, but he looked as though he was about, I'd say, 15 seconds before he was going to throw a punch and the promoter uh, and the venue manager managed to get him off stage and get rid of him. Um so that was uh, a close call. And mm. then I had another guy at uh, Southampton Jonglers. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to Southampton before. No. No? It's um, it's it's everything that you dream of and more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was, here's how bad Southampton is. That night I was staying in a Ibis budget hotel. And I didn't even know those existed. But apparently, that's for people who look at the regular Ibis and go, oh, fancy. So it was horrific. You know, when you go into a hotel room and you go, it smells of bleach in here. Have you what? Have, have you cleaned everything? Or have you just sort of gone around with a wipe? It felt like that. It was gross. But I did this gig, right? And it was, the, it was just a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful gig. Um, and this guy suddenly, uh, he stands up. I was only about four or five years in, I'd say. This guy stands up, right? He's a fully grown man. He stands up and he goes, Your shit, your shit, your shit, your shit. Your shit, your shit. And then he was kind of expecting everyone to sort of join in <laughs> yeah. in his chat. And then there was just a nothing that happened because everyone was like, What? And I went, What are you doing, mate? I said, you're a grown man. I said, just sit down. I said, I'll be gone in 10 minutes. And he went, your shit, and you know you are your shit. All right, so he thought the problem might have been the tune, not the message. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he thought. Oh, these guys don't know that song. Let's need, try another. He needs mixing up a little bit. No, 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 they'll all agree that he's shit. It's just how you get that across to the people. Um, yeah, so, so he started chanting, and uh, I went, what are you doing, mate? I said... I said, you're embarrassing you with her half. I said, she looks embarrassed to be with you. I wasn't like, hey, yo, you, yo, your mum is so fat that she couldn't get into things. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't like that. I was just like, why don't you just sit down, stop embarrassing your other half, let me finish the show. I know it's not great, but you're hardly helping matters, are you? <laughs> so why don't you just 
sit down, you know, and and just and just keep quiet, and I'll be gone in ten minutes because you know you you other half that lady that you're with there, she seems to be really upset by your behaviour, and he went fucking bulu, right? He he starts reaching for like pint glasses and stuff to come on stage and and glass me, right? <laughs> and she's pulling him back. No, Darren, leave it, leave it, Darren. You know, and he's like, rah, rah, rah. so he grabs the first thing that he can find, right? Which just so please happens, tell me it's her handbag. No. Oh, no. Okay. It is a handful of you know those small. Um, uh, ketchup packet condiments. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he walks up to the stage, right, and launches a handful of ketchup packets. <laughs> and they all miss. But, but they all miss by like four or five feet. Yeah. Like, he's so pissed, he walks up to me and he throws them at almost a 90-degree angle. Like, <laughs> like yeah. one of those ketchup packets went out for a throw-in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how far away it went, right? And I went, I went, bear in mind, everyone's watching this. I went, could you make yourself look like any more of a dickhead than what you do right now? I said, if you've done embarrassing yourself, just sit down I'll finish this, and then we can all get on about our lives. How about that? Well, at this point, he's lost the fucking plot, right? And so he grabs uh, a pint glass, and he makes his way onto the stage, right? Now, the stage is... Um, it's it's a, a port, uh, Sorry, Southampton Jonglers. The stage is quite high, so he's got about six steps <laughs> to get there. Right. Now, I had a beer with me on stage. I had a bottle of Peroni, and I was like... I'm going to have to glass him in the face because, like, I, you know, there's no way that this guy is coming up here with a pint glass. <laughs> to have a drink. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Listen, sir, I don't care for your material. Yeah. <laughs> and then sit him back down. Like, yeah. like he's obviously going to hit me with that and that will yeah. really do some damage. And so the only thing that I can do to protect myself is to be the first one in. Uh, and so we went... <laughs> He gets up on the stage, right? Uh, is really pissed. He's so pissed, I think he forgets he has a pint glass <laughs> right. on me, right? Swings a punch at me, misses, and then the bouncer comes at this point, and it's, again, it's one bouncer, right? And he is like, um, you, you know when you get those bouncers who are only bouncers by virtue of the fact that they are the fattest person in the town? Right, you know they go. That'll that'll do. You know, you can block a door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They don't use them as a physical deterrent. More of it is like a cork in a wine bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Where they just wedge you in the door. And just, nope, no, no one can come in. Not in them shoes. <laughs> Are they traders? No, 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 no. <laughs> so he he throws him uh, off stage, and then afterwards, um, I um, had to leave by a different exit because he'd been out there for two hours 
waiting to fight me. Like, he, he'd been out there for the whole, from 9 o'clock till 11 o'clock, he'd been out on his own, getting angrier and angrier, just waiting to fight me. You'd think he'd at least sober up in that time and start going, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, this is, it's cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in Southampton. Yeah. Maybe I should just go home. Oh, shit, I literally had another one recently where a guy threatened to fight me in a car park. So, yeah, it, it happens yeah. all the... T- well, it doesn't happen all the time, but it's a regular enough occurrence that if somebody um, does it, then it's not like... It's it's not surprising. It's a gig story, but it's not like, oh, my God, what happened? Mm. And so for me personally, when you see something like this get... And I don't want to say justified, but it it certainly wasn't lambasted in the way that it should have been. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It was It was... The Academy does not condone violence. But congratulations to Will Smith on his Oscar. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, to see something like this go unpunished on a large scale, you can't help but think people are going to think that that's okay. I don't think they are. I, so I think one of the... My kind of position on it is like, neither of them come out of this looking good, in my opinion. Okay. Because So if we row back a bit, I I think Chris Rock comes out of it looking brilliant. I so boy can take a slap. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed by that. <laughs> like he, yeah. like and like didn't really didn't lose his stride or anything. Mate, like just do, do you know what? Carried on. I thought the way that Chris Rock dealt with it. I've never been a huge fan of Chris Rock stand up to be honest with you. But I, I mean, I think it's iconic, but it's not the sort of thing that I choose to listen to. Mm. I thought the way that he dealt with it was superb in yeah. that he had his arms behind his back. He was like, I'm not trying to fight you. I'm not being a threat or anything like that. Mm. He took the slap. He didn't go down. He didn't make a big deal of it. He let it sit. It, it was Will Smith was, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. He said... It was a G.I. Jane joke. And he'd keep your wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And he went, wow, okay. And then you could see, or at least I think I see, if you watch it back, and I've watched it a thousand times, <laughs> I watched a little little glint in his face. He goes, hmm, like that. And I swear to God, that's the face of a man that has just thought of the best fucking comeback. Uh, and, and he's like, no. He goes, okay. The next one, and then he carries on, he lets it go, and he doesn't file a police report afterwards. Mm. And I think that what he's done is in all of his actions, he's minimized what would happen. And I have nothing but respect for that. His reaction afterwards, sure. Yeah. But so if we roll back to like the different type of jokes that have been made about Jada and Will. Yeah. So one of the things you're pointing out was like Amy Schumer yeah, huh. was doing jokes about how much she cheats on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I have a few issues with that to begin with. Okay. Because I'm not an expert on their relationship, but from what I understand, there's an element of non-monogamy to it. Like it's it's not completely. So there's a difference between cheating and ethical non-monogamy, right? Okay. Because, like, ethical non-monogamy means that, like, you have your partner's consent. If you basically. say ethical non-monogamy one more time, I'm going to go, do, 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 do. <laughs> Does it work, though? No. I think there's too many syllables. Yeah, there is, but it's just in my head. That's, so, by ethical... If I, if I, if I reduce it to its, um, to its initials, though, 
like, MJ. E-N-M. 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 Do, 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 do. A&M. Do, 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 do. Ah, it's so much fun. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so by ethical non-monogamy, God, God, that is a mouthful to say. <laughs> it's ethical, gets out of the way really quick, but then non-monogamy is like... Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's just so many O's and A's. It's a lot of consonants. Oh, rah, 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 rah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vowels. Vowels is what oh, eats it, it up. It's all vowels. Yeah. Ethical non-monogamy. I thought... If it's the M and N's. Oh no, it's the Om Nom Noms. That's me. It's the Om Nom Noms. Too many Om Nom Noms. By that, you just mean like uh, swingers, essentially. No. No. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> a bit of a. So no. there's. No. Fuck off. Um, Keep well, my wife's it... relationships out your fucking mouth. So it's an umbrella term that takes in a lot of things. Okay. So there's swinging, yeah. which is very much about sex. Mm-hmm. That That's kind of the level that's at yeah um there's open relationships where it's like okay you can go sleep with other people uh-huh. but don't go forming relationships with them that generally that's the rule polyamorous and then there's polyamory where mm. it's like juggling multiple meaningful relationships that aren't necessarily about sex couldn't do that i don't know how people do it it's basically google calendar is very important if you're gonna do that <laughs> Like, the biggest nightmare is the admin. It's more of a logistical issue rather than anything else, you know. So it's why I always have differently coloured labels on the calendar. So Greg knows when Stephen's time is and Stephen knows that he's going to stop on fucking... Bob's time. I couldn't think of a third name. <laughs> I panicked and couldn't think also, of a third name. Also, it's weird. Like, that's weirdly close to how some people do it. Really? Like, just, yeah, Google Calendar's sort of, like, having to... And they share it as well? Yeah. Dear God. I mean, I don't know how you'd... Oh, mate. So, like, I, I, I couldn't get into the mindset where I'd be, like, texting somebody that I was in a relationship with, and she'd be like, oh, I'm just out fucking John. You're like, all right, have, have a good time. Guess I'll see you tomorrow then. I just couldn't do that. It, well, it, it's it's just one way of doing relationships. It's not something that works for everyone. Yeah. Some people it works for, some people it really doesn't. Yeah. I, and I, so, like, there's no kind of, like, it's not, oh, monogamy's the only way or polyamory's the only way. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with either of those stances. It's like, yeah, for some people, whatever, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, I wonder if it's like, so... I wonder, I wonder if it's like, all right, okay, so here's the thing, right, is John is a laugh to be around. Me and him, we just click, you know, great guy, really enjoys company. Steve is a lovely fella, very caring, more serious. I have my deep chats with Steve. He's a financial provider as well. He makes plenty of money. And fucking Paul has got that devil dick. Do you know what I like? Like, <laughs> like, like, I wonder if that's how they do it. Uh, or, or, or is it just like each one of them is just nice, but not like... Do you know what I mean? Like, I wonder whether or not they're trying to make the perfect relationship by picking and choosing parts of different men that they like, or women or partners or whatever, um, or whether or not they're doing it to, like... Um, they like each of them, but it's just the lifestyle that they lead. Do you know what I mean? I think it's 
So each person is going to be different, right? Yeah. So I, I don't, I can't really sit here and go, well, polyamorous people. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like they can't. What, yeah. Like the generalization like, thing. Think, I'll, I'll do that. So, <laughs> yeah. so from the people that I know, yeah. Um, the philosophy of it for them, yeah, is certainly kind of like my partner is not my possession. It's not up to me to tell them who else they can spend time with or how they spend that time. None of my business. I mean... Like, if uh, that's what... like, And if they're finding something or someone else that makes them happier, then I support that. Oh, no. I don't that, like that, That's me. That's not to say that they don't feel jealousy. Yeah. Like... A big part of like doing non-monogamous non-monogamous relationships <laughs> is um, <laughs> is like trying to get control of that jealousy and yeah like, um, understand that. Would you want to meet them? Would you want to meet the other ones? It's not healthy to some, meet them, is it? Some people do. Some people don't. Oh, I well, don't know. So I'd, I'd want to not know. It. Is he bigger it, than me? It depends whether you see that other person as competition or as somebody else who also happens to love someone you love. Mm, yeah, maybe I'm just sort of too... I mean, I mean, the thing is, is I am somebody who is absolutely not a jealous partner. I'm not that person. And I'm like, you go do whatever makes you happy. I don't put any demands on relationships about what people should look like or whether or not they should keep themselves in a certain, you know, shape or whether or not they should do certain things or not do certain things or, you know, whatever makes you happy, you go for it because I love you and it's it's you that I love whatever form that takes, you know mm. what I mean? But I draw the line with sharing you with other people. Mm. Like, for me, personally, that's the only thing that I go, nah. Mm. I can't. Nah. Yeah, I, I, and that's absolutely fine. And if both of the people in the relationship feel mm. that way, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. But anyway, like it's it. I, we could probably do a whole podcast episode on all of that. I'd need to do some reading. Let's get someone in. And Let's get like a. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um, <laughs> first I'll see how people react to just the concept of it. But oh, really? What coming on and chatting? No, no, the so a lot of people have that kind of negative have a negative response to even just the idea of ethical non-monogamy. It's like, well, that's just cheating, like which is kind of the issue with all those jokes that uh -huh. I have. It's like, like if 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 it's an ethical non-monogamous relationship and they had that agreement, yeah, then no, she wasn't cheating. Well, I and think stop conflating ethical non-monogamy with cheating because it's very fucking different i'm about 80 percent that uh he she just straight up cheated on him yeah like he didn't know and he forgave her and that was like a yeah. thing do you know what i yeah. mean so i'm about 80 percent sure i'm not okay. i'm not massive I, I i couldn't tell you absolutely certainly because i don't read heat magazine do you know what i mean yeah. it, it does seem like the kind of thing that'd be covered in the middle pages of a fucking newspaper yeah. and it's not really what i'm into uh, yeah. but i seem to recall to the point where i'm quite sure that she actually cheated on him mm. and it was a thing and she was getting like much younger rappers round and you know and stuff like that mm. but 
Like, I get that that's a very personal joke. Yeah. So why did he not kick off at her? So there's another thing that, like, yeah. something else that I've been seeing, seeing as a fallout of this is people on Twitter, in, like, including women, saying, oh, Will Smith should have smacked his wife instead of Chris Rock because of all the cheating. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's not a great... Like, that's, that's not a good take. The problem isn't the uh, recipient of the <laughs> violence. That's, that's, yeah. that's a really weird way of looking at it. But yeah. I will tell you this, though, is if it comes out in five years' time or whatever that Will Smith is found guilty of spousal abuse or something like that, mm. none of us, as a, as, a, as a fucking global species... Can go, oh, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I think that if somebody is so short fused that they will think nothing of slapping somebody in front of the whole world, I think that you know. Okay, so that I I can see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can see the logic there, but I can also see how it being on stage and being broadcast around the world would actually be an aggravating factor there. Mm-hmm. Like, because his wife has just been... Well, I don't... I, yeah, Jada, somebody he cares about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to... Like, because she's, she's not just his wife, right? Yeah, like, I that's, know. That's not, his, that's not her whole identity. I know. But anyway, that's a, a, a different... <laughs> I know, no, no, I know. I, no, it's, it's just an easy way to say it. Yeah, but also, but, also as well, though, with regards to that, like... Will Smith is infinitely more famous than Jada Pinkett Smith is. Mm. If you ask if you ask my granddad who Will Smith is, he'll know. If you ask yeah. him who Jada Pinkett Smith is, he won't have any idea. Yeah. He's he's infinitely more successful and has had a better, more successful yeah. career. And I wouldn't be able to tell you who Will Smith's wife was before last week. Okay. So I think it just his wife is like, yes, she is her own person. But also as well, I think you you sort of de what's the word you sort of uh, what's the fucking word? You um, sort of reset. To, I mean, that's not the word, but I'm just default. Default. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You default. As if I couldn't think of the word default. Thank you, Doctor Cat Ford, for helping me think of the word default. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you, words just disappear. You you default into the most like famous, and then your relation. So that's why, for example. Oprah's husband. Like, I'd say Oprah Winfrey's yeah. husband or something like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I, sorry, I, I didn't mean that to come across as telling you off. No, I think it's it, interesting. It was, it was, I'm, I'm trying to train myself not to do that. Loads I of people... I get what you're saying, well, but also I don't want to talk about her as if she's just his wife. Well, or, did you see... Um, you know. Did you see... Do you know who Sophie Hagen is? Yes, I'm aware. So Sophie, them, ha- I've, I've not seen much of their their work. Uh, Sophie is a comic who I used to be very very good mates with, and then um, we sort of like stopped um, being mates. But uh, she um, had, um, and pronouns are he, she, they. By the way, so you can mix it up oh, as much okay. as you like. You can you can you can mix it up as much as you want. With I try one. to go with they whenever I'm unsure. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's just something I'm trying to train myself to do. Well, I find it else. really interesting because I, I saw the Twitter profile and it was like pronouns are he, she, they. And I was like, well, you don't need to tell me then cuz I would have chosen one of them. <laughs> like like I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gone left field and gone Lizard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me try and read it out. Um 
because it is an incredibly weird take that I think loads of people have kind of rightly been a bit backlashy about and it's it's doing exactly what you sort of said you know like I'm trying not to do so she put um I think that Will Smith should wait and then he puts an asterisk uh, puts in asterisks looks at hands oh hang on I'm quite white so maybe I don't need to have an opinion on what a black man did to another black man because of what he said about his black wife Maybe I should just shut up and listen. And that has got a fairly negative response um, amongst uh, a lot of comics uh, who are people of colour who I know, who are like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> like, na- names, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't, her name's Jada. It's not his black wife. That's, a, <laughs> that's Especially for somebody who's, marketing themselves as being super progressive in all of the views and stuff mm. his black wife isn't a great fucking look mm. so anyone can fall into that trap i yeah. think oh yeah totally like i possibly something that we could have a completely different discussion about like I, I think it's fine to like highlight to people like oh this is possibly the more progressive way of doing it yeah yeah, yeah. whereas if somebody slips up on that like i'm not in favour of going, oh, well, you're clearly a cunt. Like, <laughs> like there's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I th- like, I think the majority of people aren't going around going, what is the worst fucking thing I could say to this person? Like, like, yeah. what's the most damage I can do in this interaction? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. think that's true of people. But anyway, so, yeah. But it, I think is, that's but it is true of people problem. on Twitter. Well, yeah. <laughs> and occasionally comedians. Yeah. Um, well, so <laughs> brings us to the joke. I mean, is is that joke crossing a line? I don't think it is. So, it's a crap joke. Like, it's not. It's not a great joke. No, but it's the Oscars, and he wrote it, it like it's. It's not like he's had months polishing it on the circuit. It's all new material. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not all bankers. <laughs> no. So one of the things about like what I was coming back to what Amy Schumer had said. Yeah is there's a difference between taking the piss out of somebody's actions and behaviour and choices Mm -hmm. and their appearance. Okay. Like, she she has lost her hair because of alopecia. Mm -hmm. And I get get what you're saying, but losing your hair... Yeah. For some people, that can be an absolutely huge thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially for women... Mm-hmm. And especially for black women, from or black women's hair is hugely politicized. Okay, like dreadlocks the, and things, and not just that, just generally. So here's another thing that makes me think: Oh, Chris Rock should not have done that fucking joke. Yeah, is back in like 2007. Yeah, Chris Rock did a documentary called Good Hair. Yeah, okay. Which is like an hour and a half. Yeah. Like of him talking to people. Yeah. Specifically talking to pe- to black women and black men. Yeah. About black women's hair and about how much it matters. So like that, I don't I don't think that would it's make, a difficult one. There's lots of problems with that documentary as that well. That would like, make me think 
that he is somebody who's very knowledgeable about it. Mm. And if he feels comfortable in making that joke, then he's made an assessment that it's not that bad. Okay, but that's not for him to decide. The only person who can Mm. decide how upsetting it is to have their hair loss pointed out is the person whose hair loss it is. Yeah. And I think another thing that's kind of come come out of all of this debate is it's odd how absolutist people are about, especially Mm. about physical violence. Yeah, yeah, And sort of like, oh, well, it's just words versus, oh, that was a hit. Yeah. Like, there are some, like, circumstances, like, where things that are said to you yeah. hurt so much more than a slap. Sure, but again, I don't think that that's in a context of uh, comedy. So I think that sometimes things that are said hurt so much more, those things are said in anger, they're said in violence, they're said in arguments, they're said in, you know, I, I think being said in a roast when, you're, when you've consented to be there and you've consented to be roasted, mm. I don't think those words hurt as much as a slap. So, yeah, so in, in the, the position of a roast mm-hmm. where, like, you have signed up to that. And that's what the Oscars yeah. is. Okay, I, I don't know enough either way to <laughs> argue with you in either it, direction it's, there. It's, it's taken the, the tone of the last... 15 years where that's what's expected now yeah so so everyone there is expected that they're going to have the piss taken out of them in, yeah. a, in a roast scenario so she knows full i i can't think of a i can't think of a, a, a possible eventuality where jada pinkett smith is going into the oscars with a shaved head and going well i don't think anyone's going to mention this it's i think it's par for the course do you know what i mean like I think if she's that upset about it, there's so many things that you can do beforehand as a preemptive thing to stop that from being a thing. So I think that, so for example, Jada Pinkett Smith and uh, Chris Rock know each other. Mm. She's been a guest on his, he's been a guest on her show several times. I don't think it's too hard to reach out to the organizers of uh, the Oscars or to the people and say, look, I'm, I, I'm going to come obviously because my husband's going to win an Oscar, but this is a thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know what this place is like. Yo. Yeah. She has been very vocal about going through alopecia. But there's 400 people in that room. There's 500 people in the room. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Well, Mi- you've just said that they're, they're friends. They know each other. Well, maybe, maybe it's, uh, a, a, you know, you could see the piss takers. So I think myself, sometimes I will take the piss out of people that have had horrific things happen to mm. them. And them laughing at it is great for them because it's like, I'm over it, I'm able to laugh at it. So they feel like there's closure on it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you're doing a service. I'm by... actually doing God's work. <laughs> you know? Actually, actually taking the piss out of those terminally ill people with God's work, you know? And <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I will accept my Pride of Britain award in the post, yeah. uh, P.O. Box. Send it wherever the complaints go. No, I yeah. get I get what you're saying. Yeah. But people... But again, so it. I'm assuming when you make those kind of jokes, it's either... Like, it's with somebody who you've got a decent amount of rapport with. No, it can be with audience members sometimes. Is, is, mm. But they... Because the thing is, is I always find you, with, you, with audience members... You can judge it, though, can't you? Like, I al- yeah, totally. But I always find with audience members is they um, give you... 
the information that they are comfortable with you taking the yeah. piss out of. So yeah. I had one person um, literally in a show just before, like, the first COVID, BC, before COVID, <laughs> um, um, who uh, was terminally ill and had a brain condition or, like, had a, a, a rare brain condition or whatever and uh, let me rip into them for about 10 minutes and was so funny about it and so sort of, like, you know, loved it because they are sick of people taking them to one side and being like, you're so stunning, you're so brave, you're yeah. so amazing. They they want to be treated like people, not like, you know, patronised yeah. almost. Now, I'm not saying that that's the same with Jada Pinkett Smith, but I'm saying that just because she's vocal about her alopecia doesn't mean that she's going to react negatively to a joke about it. But also just because she's open about it doesn't mean that she's going to react positively to yeah. a joke about it. But you would imagine the fact that she's there, the fact that she's imagine she knows what the Oscar's about, she's shaved her head, you'd imagine that she... I, I just think maybe this is some sort of weird, almost sort of victim blaming on my part, as it were, in that I'm like, you know, but but I, I, I can't see an eventuality where somebody like that, who's been to loads of these before, who knows exactly what it is, who comes in with a shaved head... And then when somebody makes, let's be fair, a fairly bland reference to mm. it, she didn't yeah. go, all right, Kojak. Do you know what I mean? It was like G.I. Jane. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. not the worst thing in the world. I can't imagine that to be like a a, a, a total fucking, you know, mm. absolute destroyer for her. Totally. But also, it wasn't her that got up and did the slap. Well, that's, so really, actually, that's really interesting as well. So... Even though we're we're talking a lot about like, well, how does she feel about it? I think it's worth talking about simply because I think so. I feel like people take overly hard lines on either side. Yeah, like because I just I don't think you can go around saying whatever you want to say to mm -hmm. whoever you want to say. Under the guise of it was a joke. Yeah. Like, even if you're doing stand up comedy, yeah. I still don't think that's like, you should still be mindful about what you're saying and who you're saying it about How? and the potential impact that. How? That, How could you possibly do that? No, but just like, uh, it's just that simple rule of thumb of like, am I, am I punching down with that joke? I hate that term okay. with a passion. Right. I don't believe in it as a concept. Okay. So I think the idea of punching up and punching down is based on the idea that people are higher or lower in a social hierarchy and you should only punch upwards and never downwards. First of all, who is it for me to say that I'm higher up a social hierarchy than other people? Secondly, it works really easy if you use it as a rule to tell straight white men what they can and can't say. You punch mm. up, but you can't punch down. How do you decide what a um, disabled person of colour can say? How do you decide where they are on that punching up and punching down scale? You ju it's, it's not possible. Secondly, I think that the skill is in punching down and getting away with it. <laughs> okay. Because, because if you ask me to make a joke about Boris Johnson on mm. stage in front of 50 people... 
Uh, sorry, in front of in front of people. I don't know why fifty is important. <laughs> um, the number is not important. If you ask me to make jokes about him, I can do it all day because it's really easy to make Boris John, uh, Johnson jokes. I could go on stage and say Boris Johnson's a cunt, and people go hooray, meh, because it's really easy to punch up. Mm. Try punching oh, down. Oh, that's and only away part with it. of it. Well, sorry. Like, so that's only part of creating a good joke is like who your target is. But, sure, but there, there is also a lot of skill in writing a joke that mocks Boris Johnson that hasn't been done and is clever and is still funny. Sure, because it's so easy to punch up that everyone sees that as the easier option. If 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 you give me uh, two fucking uh, targets to write jokes about, mm. and one of them is uh, Prince Andrew, and the other one is, uh, I don't know, who can I think of that is somebody who... Harvey Price, right? And if you give me those two targets to do jokes about, I can write loads of jokes about both of them, but I'll get away with every Prince Andrew joke. Yeah. So the skill is not in doing the Prince Andrew joke. That's There's no skill in that. The skill's getting away with the other one. But that's not to say that you should just punch up or just punch down. I think that you should be punched in all directions, but you should be mindful that when you punch down, you have it has to be 10 times better. And so for me, I, I, I don't like this idea of you should only do this, you should never do that. I think it's fraught with problems. I can kind of see where you're coming from, but it then, but it then comes down to what you think the point of comedy is, right? Like, okay. if you think the point of comedy is just making people laugh and that's it, yeah. then every, then yeah, everyone's a target. Yeah. But I don't... I, I'm a, like, if it hasn't become clear, I'm a very sort of lefty, liberally kind of person. Mm-hmm. And so I think it, it matters, like, who you're targeting. Like, not just because of what good it can do to not target the wrong people, but also because of the harm it can, co- like genuine harm that it can cause to people if they're made and repeatedly made the butt of the joke. Okay. Like e- even if it, it's not directly them, but kind of a group they identify with, it, it can be harmful. Sure. But also it can feel inclusive because if, if you're taking the piss out of... It depends on the joke, right? Sure. Ultimately. Sure. Um, but I mean, I will... Uh, do jokes about everybody um, and I think it's like I've done jokes about people with disabilities to people with disabilities who love it because it's the first time that they're, they're not being treated differently, they're just being treated like one of your mates do you know mm. what I mean? Like I think it's I, I think it's patronising to say like I'll not do that because your feelings might be hurt I think a lot of people just get on with it. Personally, my my um, experiences is people who've had to put up with a lot mm-hmm. in terms of their, um, uh, y- you know, their identity and how they have to live their lives and stuff like that. They are impossible to offend. Mm-hmm. They are impossible because they have got such a a. Th- Thick, robust skin. They can't give a fuck what you say. Think about, about who you're most likely to mix with, though. 
Okay. Like you're you're mixing with people on the comedy circuit. I'm mixing with people that go to your comedy gigs. Okay. Like they are gonna be like a certain type of person. Sure. Like they're not necessarily gonna be representative of everyone. Sure. Like I see what you're saying about And that in that in itself is is the problem, is how do you how do you make comedy that's for everyone? You just can't. Well, you can't. You can't. And this is the thing. Is So what needs to happen is that I... Look, from time to time, I know what I'm like as a comic, and my style is um, some more offensive stuff because that's what I find funny, and I can't really change that anytime soon. Mm. Uh, and occasionally, there'll be people who... I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm mindful about what I say, I'm mindful about what I write, but the whole skill behind that is is going as close to the line as you can without stepping over. Yeah. But occasionally you'll step over it mm. and you go, well, fuck, I messed that up and then that's the end of that. Yeah. But the thing is, is occasionally I'll get people who walk out of my show, I never, 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 never call attention to it or take the piss or anything like that. Um, I had some people come out of a show once, it was three young women, they came out of the show because I made a joke they weren't happy with and then they confronted me and they were like, well, we just want you to know that we left during that bit because we just... We thought that that was not not on, and I was like, "Well, thanks." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've, you, that's the most adult thing anyone can do in yeah. that situation is to go. I don't like this. Mm. I don't have to sit here and listen to this. Mm. I'm going to take myself away from this. Brilliant. I, I I think that's such an adult thing to do. Mm. What is not the right thing to do is to go and fucking assault somebody. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I, I honestly think that if 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 Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith had of if if he'd have done that joke mm. and they'd have walked out, Chris Rock looks like a fucking knobhead. Yeah. yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas with this, it's Will Smith. I think that looks like the dickhead. I don't know. I still think they both look a bit dickheadish. Here's, here's, here's Will the, Smith probably more than Chris Rock. Yeah. But I think they both look a bit. Here's the final one for you. The final question. And I, I found this one really interesting because this is the one bit about it that I don't know where I stand. I'm like, I don't know what's going on with this. Right. So, uh, Chris, uh, Will Smith comes up, you know, keep your wife's name out my fucking mouth. Uh, and what quite a lot of people are doing is they're going, this is quite, uh, what's the word, sort of misogynistic. Yeah, the, there is a misogynistic element about it because, like, I, I, I get it because it's a man fighting on behalf of his woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that yeah. kind of, like... I challenge thee to a duel, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a shame Jamie's not here because she'd probably talk about, like, benevolent sexism right now. Oh right, it's okay. that whole thing of like women need to be protected by their men. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And just like I love you so much, and you're incapable of doing anything. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, the. Do you know what so I there's see? Definitely that element to I it. I see well. benevolent sexism so oh, much. Oh yeah, so <laughs> much. Like I actually myself see benevolent sexism more than I see regular sexism. So I can't remember the last time uh, that I saw some guy be like, whoa, whoa, you knew it was a woman driving that because you couldn't get in the parking space, but hey. I can hear a hop in, yeah, in yeah, the background. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, the good old days. <laughs> I, I see so much, like especially online and stuff, like, listen, I love women so much. I'm such an ally that 
this lady's going to shut the fuck up while I speak on her behalf. <laughs> uh, yeah. I see that so much, so much. It's another, like, really tricky one, though, right? Because, so, I'd like, I definitely have benevolent sexism happen at me yeah. all the time. And sometimes it's like, I, they don't mean any harm by it. Yeah. If I, re- like, if it was really bad and I really needed to call them up on it, I would. Yeah. But when it's just things like, um... So, like, before I went to go do my Viva, I was I got a taxi to the train station. Yeah. And the uh, the driver was like, so where where are you going, love? I'm like, yeah. oh, just the train station, please. Are you, are you going anywhere nice, love? I'm like, well, actually, I'm going down to London. I'm going to uh, go yeah. defend my thesis. It's, it's my Viva, and if, if it goes well, I'll mm-hmm. I'll be a doctor at the end. And he's like, oh, right, okay, that Drinks sounds with the girls. nice. Drinks with the girls, is it then, love? <laughs> When he like when we when the taxi got to the station and we got out, he went, "Okay, then, my little love." It's like, yeah. I mean, he means no harm. It like calling someone love. Sometimes it's just a verbal tick. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm not about to rip someone's throat out over yeah. that. It's like, it's annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. so. You know, there's different levels of it. I, yeah, so that's something that's like massively one of my feelings about all of this is there's just such an extreme lack of nuance everywhere. If, uh, let's say you were on a night out, right, with some friends, mm. right, and a pissed guy was being very verbally abusive to you, mm. and you were out with some friends, some were women, some were men, right, and this pissed mm. guy was being really nasty. He was like... Those those <laughs> eyebrows are shit, love, or, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like wh- whatever insecurity you have, he was really fucking going for it. No, no, it's just mean? great watching the cogs turn. Like <laughs> like what yeah. what nasty thing can I say to yeah. illustrate what a nasty man might say? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that isn't going to cause me problems. <laughs> oh, those lower molars look less developed. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Or, or just, oh, it shows you tits. Yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah. I'll give you a fiver like that kind so, of. So and and it was going on going on. Would you have a expectation that one of the guys in your group would um, sort of get rid of him? Me, personally, no. Okay. Like, partly because of who I spend time with. Yeah. And partly because, like, I, I... I can probably throw a punch better than most of my male mates, right? If I if I actually needed to. Because doctors are pussies. <laughs> male, male doctors are pussies. That's um, unless unless I need one to so I, help me. Because it's another point. thing that we could like we could completely unpack is like oh so why why is the female genitalia associated with weakness weakness and like I you're the th- worst. But, I just anyway, think pussies is a that. funny word. I, I just, hate it. Do you? Oh no! I just think it's a funny word to be like oh you pussy. The hiss on it, I think, is what. No, makes I like me the go. P- bit. Mm. I like the. P- so I really like twat and cunt because they're they're dull explosives. Like they've mm. got that. Noise to me at the beginning and end, but twat has a a, a squelching quality to it. Yes. It's like standing in a, a muddy twat. puddle. Twat, cunt's much more crunchy. Welcome to the swear word ASMR <laughs> podcast. Today we are talking. We should so do that. I Crunchy cunt. <laughs> Squelchy twat. 
Do you know what? That, <laughs> honestly, in my earphones, <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> that was that, that was the most delicious squelchy twat I have ever... <laughs> I've ever been a part of. <laughs> so okay, I'll put that on my CV. So there is a bit um, of a there is a bit of a bit that he was like, you should have just fucking let her deal with it how she wanted to yeah. deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Uh, so there's that. I mean, there's all sorts. Like I've seen, so um, like some psychologists write really long things about like that. To me, looks like a trauma response that Will Smith has gone through, and then like there's a, the history of like Will Smith. Um, his his family was the victim of domestic abuse um, and there's a section in his autobiography where he talks about this day where he saw his dad punch his mum in the side of the head oh, and she fell to the floor and blood started coming out of her mouth and he goes on to say like everything he does all the work he does and everything he tries to achieve he feels like in some part is motivated by trying to make up for not protecting her on that moment right okay i think this so this is the big thing like we're talk we're not talking about like 2d characters here we're talking yeah. about human beings with complex histories with complex stuff going on in their heads yeah. and we've all like boiled it down to I mean, a slap for a bad joke i'd say it's myself like, like knowing that you know i'd i'd being critical i'd say he's 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 honoring the memory of his dad more than he's honoring well, yeah, the memory he's of doing, his mum in that moment you know what i mean yeah and like that's not to say that therefore he should get off scot-free mm. like like motivation and results matter like with with human interactions all the time. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like, I don't know. Do you know what I see though? Like looking at it through a comedian's eyes, mm. right? Is he tells the joke, uh, Chris Rock, G.I. Jane too, can't wait to see it, and Will Smith laughs, mm. and she has a face like thunder. Mm. Uh, she she looks pissed off. Yeah. He looks at her, sees that she's pissed off. And he's like, wait a minute. How dare you? And I yeah. honestly see that reaction loads. They think it's funny. But then when the person that they're with doesn't think it's funny, they go, well, this. And what they do is they overcompensate to try yeah. and overcompensate for finding it funny. And yeah. I think that's what's happened myself. Possibly. So that's, that's possibly it. Maybe it plays into that narrative of him not protecting his mum and sort of he's done nothing slash done the yeah. polite thing of laughing and gone oh shit like there there are so many different ways of interpreting it but the only people that know what went on inside everyone's heads yeah. is the people living in those heads right and I'll tell you what Twitter does some of its best and worst work uh, during something like this because some of the jokes that I have seen on Twitter mate I, I saw somebody put fair place to Will Smith Jada is gonna let him watch so hard tonight <laughs> that was like well oh, that was a great joke you don't like it no because it like it bo so because uh, it it boils the jokes about like her either cheating on him or like it's about her sleeping with somebody yeah, else but it is like, kind of funny like, though it is you know what I mean no, <laughs> I, it's not my cup of tea. All right, okay. Hum I enjoyed it. Humor is subjective. 
be the title of my next comedy special. <laughs> you yeah. were subjective. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap it up there. And tell us what you think in the YouTube comments, guys. God, I feel like such a fucking fanny. I feel like such a... Ball bag. Ball bag. <laughs> there you when go. When I say that. <laughs> you see? I'm learning. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like such a crunchy cunt when I say that um, uh, but yeah let us know what you think in the comments and stuff and tell us uh, are you pro Will Smith are you pro Christopher Rock um, would you ever punch a comedian if so why uh, before we go oh we've got a Patreon as well um, please sign up to our Patreon because we're going to be um, really looking at how we do it how we can uh, put the best value for money on it's four quid a month and we need Patreons to make sure that the podcast can keep going so that it pays for the equipment and the editing and the studio and stuff like that. We record extra content. We get loads of extra stuff out there. So you get extra episodes every single week. You get discounts and access to things that other people don't get. And it's a way of supporting the podcast that's next to no money for you, but makes a big difference to ourselves. Before we go, is there anything that you want to plug? Dr. Cat Ford. Yep. Um, so I do stuff with Skeptics in the Pub online. Um, which is where we have kind of free lectures from various experts talking about their thing. Um, and so check out sitp.online. Um, also check out um, The Skeptic UK magazine and stuff by the Merseyside Skeptic Society. And I'm going to also plug a podcast of mine, uh, a new one called Dead Men Talking. Uh, it is just very rude, disgusting, vulgar filth that will absolutely get me in trouble at some point. But until then, happy days, <laughs> riding the gravy train of depravity. <laughs> um, and thank you for listening. I will see you next week. We're back, baby. Boom. Bye. <laughs>